Hello everyone, welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Medusa Osfem, here to give a little therapy tarot session for this morning. If you're interested to see what this conversation is about, then stay tuned. Alright, so we're here early in the a.m., for me at least. (laughs) So this week has been a trying, trying week for me. Um, It started probably like uh, earlier last week, um, and it just hasn't seemed to go away. Um, And it was more, it, it actually, when I think about it, the week before, everything was completely fine. I think um, it's kind of like how a, like a virus spreads kind of thing, um, how it all pretty much started um, through word of, of through, word, through conversation, and then it just kind of spread it and then latched on to me, and now it's like I can't seem to, to, to shake this feeling that I'm feeling of paranoia and fear um, about my pregnancy. And so um, I've been handling it the best way that I could, but it just seems to linger in the back of my mind. And I woke up this, mo- I woke up uh, this morning and I just couldn't go back to sleep. So I said, you know what, let me do a little therapy, a tarot therapy session. I haven't done one of those in a while. And, uh, so, um, yeah, just figured I'd come on here and get some things off, get some energies off my chest. (laughs) So I'm going to start off by pulling the external energies and then we'll get into the tarot. everyone is having a great morning have I see the uh, the world card here <laughs> releasing okay oh wow this is this is amazing this is amazing okay so we have here victory okay so obstacles swept aside success uh, ongoingness. <laughs> okay. We also have here marriage. Okay, competent, trustworthy, reliable. Okay. Um, we also have here the world card, so release. Uh, an increase of awareness, cycle of completion and appreciation. And then we have fearless protection and strength. Kindness and well-meaning and beauty. This is okay. We're not gonna jump the gun here because you know how sometimes like it's it, it it feels as if that's where things are headed. But then um this is just more so about what needs to come, what we need to bring in, what needs to be received, right? So this is the external energies for me is just usually the theme, right? The theme of, of the topic of conversation. 
so yeah I was also going like listening back to some of my episodes and I, I didn't realize that my my mic was so low the 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 mic that I had before actually was a lot better as far as like the audio um but what used to happen was it picked up so much of the sounds like my kids could like you know sometimes I have you know they'll come in and like they'll color or they'll do something but like the the microphone will pick up on their footsteps and so I was like okay well maybe I need a better microphone um a, a mic a condensed microphone or something like I think that's what it, this is called and I I freaking spent an arm and a leg <laughs> for this microphone and then like I'm listening back and I'm like uh is this even good like I, like I, like if I'm listening to it on my phone um I don't know it feels as if I can I could barely hear it um which is crazy because I remember when I first got my phone how loud it seemed to be but now it's like over time like it seems to be like pretty low but I would assume you know it it, it could be a combination of the fact that uh, it's getting like there's like dust and you know probably gotta clean out the um gotta clean out the uh, the speakers or something like that and then the fact that it's you know I've had it for so long so I don't know like it's really interesting how that works or maybe my my ears are used to the level of loudness so it doesn't appear to be loud anymore because I remember uh, when I first started uh, listening to things on the phone I was like oh my god this is this is so loud this is real good <laughs> anyways so let's go so let's see what for me the most important parts are you know when I, do, I mean all of it is, is really important really but I always love the advice you know oftentimes people think that when I pull the in, in the beginning I'm pulling the energies and you know I'm I'm saying like this is what this is right this is or this is what this should be no like the first portion is me pulling the energies so it's like I'm talking to you guys and whoever can relate right it's like oh my goodness this feels similar to what's going on with me I can relate so it's to draw the people in that needs to listen to it by ways of relatability okay familiarity right um, commonality whatever those words right and then once we kind of get everyone in and say like okay this is me right this is someone I know this is someone you know this is something that happened in my past that I haven't learned from yet or this is something that I've been thinking about and I really need to like gain clarity of then we take the break and then the advice portion comes after right and so yeah I, I feel like I should have explained this you know um, a long time ago but you know Right, so let's see, we're going to be using the Tarot of the Abyss. I actually prefer, like, I do pull cards on my own. This week I've been going nuts, so, with um, um, pulling cards. 
like every like every day I'm like is everything gonna be okay and all that stuff like that just driving myself crazy but there's nothing nothing beats a nice little therapy session um, on my podcast it just feels so much more in tune and connected um, that way so much more grounded that's really emotional okay so let's see what's going on okay so we start off here with the page of wands right and so the page of wands we know it's the Leo card for me it's it's the child card okay it's the um, child likeness of a card it's the childlike wonder of a card right um, it's it's the kind of card that is very much explorative in the sense that the world is their oyster everything is up for exploring and for discovering and for um, embarking on it's the kind of card we would want when we are in that space of doubt and fear when it comes down to to um, trying something new, uh, facing things that we are afraid of. But the thing is with the child card, when it deals with fear, um, when a child is fearless, um, they're unstoppable, <laughs> right? When a child is imaginative, they're unstoppable. They're at, you know, they're the most creative. They're probably the most creative of, of, uh, energies in the world and so um, this is a this is a really great card right when it when it tap when it comes down to tapping into that energy but we're gonna clarify this with two cards beside it king of swords Aquarius energy okay and then five of Pentacles so there it is I don't want to speak ahead but we, we start off with this amazing, innocent, wonderful, magnificent energy, right? The Page of Wands, right? And then it kind of gets anchored with the King of Swords, the Five of Pentacles. Now, this is when a child, right, is forced to have to grow up um, and see things differently, and this is, um, for example, it's like, um, my little brother, you know, he, he, he's been dealing with this for so long. I don't, I feel like I don't even remember the kind of like who he was when, you know, before these things used to happen. But when he was young, um, my aunt used to scare him. Now, like my aunt, she's younger than me. It's a long story, <laughs> but, um, yeah, she used to scare him and, um, uh, she would like stand at, at the end of the hall and make like a spooky or like scary face. And so ever since then, he's been like, even now, like as he's like 18 and stuff, like when, he, whenever he uses the bathroom, he has to open the curtains. And, um, this is the kind of energy that I get here. Whereas it's not necessarily like someone spooking you out, 
but it, it's more so about life, right? It's more so about ourselves. It's more so about uh, a thing that happens that kind of forces us to kind of and get anchored into the real world, right? So you'll see the movies where they're like, you know, well, my mom used to tell me a lot when I was like younger, like, um, this isn't a Disney show. Like this isn't, this isn't, um, you know, a movie or whatever to kind of like snap me back to reality and say like, you can't have, you can't always have it your way. You can't always get what you want. Um, and so this five of pentacles really feels like an experience that kind of has a person um, start to reason and rationalize and, 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 and think of ways to kind of trap, it, like kind of like push aside, right, that inner childlike um, excitement, right? It's, it's the, there's no such thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's no such thing as fairies. There's no such thing as that, right? Um, this is not a movie, right? And so it's, 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 this feels like it's an, it's an ode. I think that, is that what it said? What it means? Um, to like all the, all the adults in the world, right? That, had to experience having to oh my husband's waking up his alarm clock is going off but had having had the adults I had to experience um having to squash right or put down or hide or cast away right an aspect of ourselves or a childlike aspect of ourselves that wanted to be able to experience and exist and be, right? Whether that is through other people or, you know, through life, you know, life can, life can suck, you know, um, for a small portion of my life, I had to experience living pretty much you know, out of our car, you know, me and my mom, I remember having to like, um, get like dressed for church <laughs> and having to like dig in the trunk of our car, like go through the suit, our suitcases to find a, a nice outfit to wear to go to church. Um, I don't remember how I felt at the time. But it's, it's, you know, for those who've been through that experience and it's been impactful, you know, um, it's been life altering, life changing, right? This is for people like that. Um, and then in my case, you know, I, I wanted to have a baby for so long. I remember when I first told my husband, I was like, you know, I want to try for a girl. And he told me no. <laughs> and I cried. I was so sad. I was like, oh, you know, like, I guess this is my life, you know? And then we had that separation. And then he was like, he wanted to come back. And I was like, listen, like, I, I want to have another baby. Like, I really want to try for a girl. And if that's not something that, um, 
you can be okay with, then, you know, I don't want to hold you or anything like that. And so, and then he, you know, he said, okay, but then we had an agreement that, well, you know, by the time I turned a certain age and it didn't happen, then, you know, it's either we made it happen or, you know, we were going to see what was going to happen after that. <laughs> and then, you know, it's here. She's here. Um, just the fact alone that we made a, a shift in our relationship, you know, where we got to that space of, okay, we, let's do it, um, was just amazing in itself because he was very much hardcore, like, heck no. And I had to imagine a world where that wasn't a possibility. And then now it's, you know, things were manifesting and the magic was happening and working behind the scenes. And these things, my reality was slowly changing and rearranging so that the thing that I really, truly, you know, wanted for a long time was able to happen, right? And then for it to all just kind of like be in a sense cocked blocked right by this fear that kind of like just came in out of nowhere through a telephone conference through some telephone conversations and text messages it's like wait what the heck like I feel like I'm being robbed here I feel like I'm being forced to have to um no longer be excited, no longer be open to the greatness of what things have, like what my life has to offer moving forward. You know, it's, it's so uncool. <laughs> it's so unfair when things like this happen, but I've been, like I said, I've been pulling cards for a while now and I've gotten to the conclusion, right, that this is not anyone's fault. This is a revelation. This is a realization that I've had to come to face about myself when it comes down to the things that I receive in my life and it's things that I want and then I finally have it and then it's like, the doubt kind of kicks in. This would be considered my demon, right? Um, that I need to face. Um, and this goes way back. This goes back way, way back since I was young. Um, I remember I was uh, picked to sing the national anthem at my graduation. And... I wanted to, I wanted to be the one to sing. I remember going to the guidance counselor and asking, can I be the one to sing? And she's like, I was waiting for you. I, I, you know, I really, I wanted you to sing and all that stuff like that. And then, um, I found out that I wasn't going to, they wasn't going to play the piano for me. And I already knew that some people didn't really like me like that. Um, you know, like I was in drama. I was in, uh, yeah, I was a, yeah, we did, I studied drama. I was going to say a theater kid. But I studied drama, and then I switched over to musical theater. And so, 
Musical theater didn't really have the best rep. <laughs> and um, just people just, you know, there are some people that like me in the, uh, you know, in, in the younger grades. You know, I don't think it was like everyone that didn't like me. But there was a good portion, I guess you could say the important people at the time in my head, um, like the people who made, who made waves in the school, they didn't necessarily really like, uh, they couldn't really dig me like that because some of, you know, for some it was like their boyfriends liked me, um, for some, you know, it, it's just girls, you know. When you you put them in a group, especially when you're in your teenage years, it's 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 really hard. <laughs> it's it's not easy. Um, it's definitely not as easy as like guys, you know, um, being lumped together. But um, yeah, it was it was it was difficult. But I managed to get through school, and I never had a fight or anything like that. No one's ever really came up to me and said anything to my face or whatever. So I, you know, it was, it was cool. You know, um, I didn't, it didn't really bother me, but it was always the times when I had to do a show or like the time at that time when I had to sing for the national anthem that people really kind of showed their true colors or, you know, express their, tr their true feelings. Once again, it was never to my face, but I heard it and I felt it. And even if that wasn't the case, my mind, you couldn't convince my mind, you know, that that was happening. Right before I went to go on stage, I thought I was doing pretty good. I was happy, you know, I was practicing and, you know, I only had like a, you know, a day or two or three or whatever to practice. And, um, I was just like, okay, I guess I got to do this on my own. I remember watching Whitney Houston singing the national anthem um, and just trying to figure out, like, how I'm going to do this. So right before I went on stage, this guy named Xavier said, you better not screw this up. And I went up there and I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, everybody hates me. And, like, I can't say that I fumbled the bag. I think I did pretty good. Um, there was people in the audience, like, cheering me on and... You know, my friend said I did really good, but I just, I just allowed that stupid thing to just really just kind of like steal, right? That, that joy, steal that time to kind of like experience and see what I was made of. And it's the kind of embarrassment or it's like, uh, it's a kind of embarrassment in movies where like something happened where it, where it was something so beautiful, right? It's kind of like with Carrie where she wins prom queen and she's on stage and she feels beautiful. She finally feels beautiful. She, you know, is having such a good time. And then these just mean people who don't understand her, don't like her, decides to prank, do some, do a horrible prank, like, you know, pour pig's blood on her. And it's like, they steal that joy, you know? And so I feel like with this here, it's a, it's a joy stealer, right? Um, whether this is like with another person, other people, right? Or with ourselves. For me, this is more so myself, right? Because I could have, I could easily 
to say like this has nothing to do with me like nope I cast this away um, I'm not going to put any energy on that I'm not going to you know put this on me or whatever but I'm the kind of person that I kind of like absorb it <laughs> and then I carry it for a really long time um, it's just and, you know and it's 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 another it's it's just an issue that I have like even down to the idea of like my husband cheating on me I've never considered my husband a cheater especially when we were first dating and like I couldn't even fathom it but I had a cousin it was like this big fight or whatever that I ha that happened between me and my mom and she left she moved out of our apartment and she went downstairs to I guess have you know some kind of conversation or whatever with uh, my granny and my cousins and stuff like that and one of my aunts came upstairs and told me you know what my mom was saying and they were pretty much saying that my mom says she thought that LaVon was cheating on me and that's why I was being such a, a B-A-T-C-H and that sparked this whole huge rumor now story goes when I asked my mom she says she never said that it was actually my cousin who said it but it's like it's neither here nor there the 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 virus was you know implanted right <laughs> however that goes but for years I have dealt with paranoia of like my husband like potentially cheating on me and even if I can never like I don't have any like tangible proof just be having that uh, in my head and then with me being a natural imaginative person and that's another thing too with the page of wands right when you're naturally a creative and imaginative person and you kind of think of these kind of like scenarios or situations um, it's, it can it can start to become a real serious thing you start to actually really believe that these things are happening I've seen a I've seen a video a reel where this person was saying like when you start to imagine um, so um, you start to like uh, come uh, like imagine like a story or a scenario and you head to and then you hurt and then you end up hurting yourself <laughs> it's like this is so true it feels like this um, you know, for some, and so if, when you're naturally imaginative, creative person and you start to like conjure up these scenarios and stories, it starts to really feel like it's a real tangible thing so much so that it pushes you out of your reality, right? It's kind of like, yeah, like a force that kind of like smack, like hits you in the chest. It just knocks you and have, and you have like an out of, out of body experience. You know what I'm saying? And so my husband tells me all the time, not all the time, but there was one time that he told me how he gets, he, he, um, when he would come home, he would get paranoid because he would think that like if, if he's coming home late or if he didn't pick up that one time, whatever that he thinks that I'm mad at him or he thinks that this is what's going to trigger, you know, a reaction out of me. And it's like, dang. It sucks, right? Because it's like, why can't I just be able to have a good marriage? 
why can't I just be able to experience my life without any like upheaval or, you know, obstacles, right? It's like life hands you that on its own. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, why? Why do we, or why do I do this to myself? Where it's just like, you know, but once again, like I said, it's, it's something that is, is a, it's considered for me, it's a demon, right? It's, it's something that I need to face. It's something that I need to slay. It's something that I need to overcome. It's something that I need to eventually release, right? Once I kind of like go through those steps of facing those things. And, um, I don't, I don't remember where it all began. Um, I don't remember where it all began. The furthest I can kind of go back, you know, is, you know, when I was young and growing up in a house full of just other young women, <laughs> um, at my granny's place, cause my mom, she went away to the military, you know, I've heard a lot of things, you know, and like I said, like when you're young and you're a girl, I don't know how it is for guys. I'm not a guy. Um, and I didn't grow up experience having the experience of being a guy, so I can't speak, but I don't know. There's something about <laughs> girls that, you know, like it's just, we can be mean sometimes. Um, but I do remember a lot of times being told that, um, I've been like being told some things from other people and, and me just kind of having to believe it, even though it may or may, it may not have been true. Um, and so I could just imagine that becoming a a habit, right? A way of coping, a way of dealing, a way of living, right? Like being told something from someone else, you know, by someone else and just kind of having to believe it, whether it's to be, whether it's for the reasons of having to not having my own evidence to see for myself or having to believe it because I want it to be accepted or I wanted to be cordial or I didn't want any problems. And so, yeah. I don't know, like I said, it's something that I have to face, you know? Okay, so the challenge. Yeah, it's five of five of so five of pentacles feel like feels like being kicked out, right? Like you can't stay here, you can't be here, right? You can't live like you can't live this life. This, this can't be your story, right? Where it's just like, but what are you talking about? This, this is my story. Nope. You can't have fun. <laughs> you can't, uh, enjoy, uh, this. But anyways, the challenge here is the Ace of Pentacles. And so the Ace of Pentacles, when it's in a challenge, it's a maze, <laughs> Right, like you kind of put yourself in a in a maze in that sense, and which is really interesting because the King of Swords on this um, card here, uh, the King of Swords is standing on top of a you know 
Somewhere, like a, I guess like a mountain or whatever, but behind him is a maze. And this kind of gives me this feeling here of a person who has conquered a maze, who has the ability to conquer a maze, um, and who has the ability to put themselves in mazes, in said mazes, right? Um, but when we're talking about a maze, it's more so within the mind, right? And so um, it also talks about a lack of freedom, right? A lack of discipline. Um, for some, it could be bad health, um, money problems. Okay. And um, I feel like this is where that sense of dis-ease come from. This is where that feeling of mental, uh, mental issues kind of comes from when we kind of, it's like when we're kind of trapped in the maze and we're trying to find a way out and it's hard, right? Um, I'm thinking about that movie in the tall, uh, grass where they kind of get trapped, right? Um, in there and it's like just trying to find a way out. But I feel like with this King of Swords here, this kind of feels like some kind of like help, like some kind of like, hey, hey, look at this, pay attention here. The way that he's standing on top of the mountain, it gives him an advantage to be able to kind of see, right? See out there. And that's usually in the cards that usually talks about um, having a higher perspective, right? And so that's the advantage that we can also possess here with this King of Swords is our ability to put ourselves in this space to have a higher perspective if we so choose to, right? We can choose to be in the maze, you know, trying to figure a way out, running, 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 and it, it just trying to, you know, figure a way out. Or we can choose to have a higher perspective and, and gain a higher advantage here, okay? But this Ace of Pentacles also, too, it really um, feels like, because it's in the challenge, is forgetting ourselves, forget forgetting who we truly are, our true powers, right, our roots, right, forgetting our our strengths, right, For, forgetting um, our blessings, our beauty, our our powers, right. I feel with this card, um, there could be this feeling here of disconnect within ourselves. Um, that we kind of like, like I said, like, it's like an out of body experience, right? Um, yeah. So let's see, overcoming a challenge. Three of pentacles. Yeah. And so for me, overcoming the challenge, this three of pentacles represents for some, it could be a handout. For some, it could be help. For some, it could be, you know, uh, kind of like looking outside of oneself for help, right, to be pulled up. But um, there's, there's good and bad to that because when it comes down to relying on other people to validate or to you know, for anything, you'll drive yourself mad. So for instance, for my, for, for an example with me, it's like, I constantly sit here and I say, <laughs> are you like, are, are you cheating on me? Like 
just tell me, just tell me the truth and this and the third. And like my husband will be like, I don't know what else, like I'm not, I don't know what else I can do to prove that to you. And it's like, it's, it's kind of like that feeling, right? I went to, I went to my doctor's appointment yesterday and I told them about the paranoia that I'm facing. And it's just like, you know, like, you know, it can, you know, like there's nothing, there's no signs, there's no way, like you just have to, you know, just be positive and all that stuff like that. And it's just like, that's not good enough for me. <laughs> it kind of drives you mad a little bit more. Right. And so that's where it's difficult in that sense, where it's just like, give me what I need so that I can feel secure with myself so that I can feel okay. But it's like in those cases, when it's just paranoia, how the heck, heck, how the heck are you going to, to, how, how can they, how can they prove that to you? Because clearly them saying everything's going to be okay. Doesn't resonate, doesn't stick (laughs) for long. Right. And so it's like, okay. At this point, you got to say, it's, it's, it's more than just about them. It's me. It's my own insecurities. It's my lack of confidence in myself and, 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 and being able to live my life, right, without too much cares. You know what I'm saying? And that's what that page of wands represents, too. When, when you're young and you're kind of living your life, you know, I lived on a block um, and I would go outside and the only thing that I really had to worry about (laughs) was just not being able to hang out with my friends or having to be called to come in the house earlier than everyone else on the block. And I'm, and I I, just thinking back, you know, I, I do remember that there was like gunshots that was happening, like somewhere or like fights that broke out or like, you know, I do remember seeing like cop cars and all that stuff like that. And, you know, one of like, this uh one teenager there was a family that lived across the street from us i had such a huge crush on the uh boy across the street but he liked my cousin rest in peace to him um he had passed away but his brother was murdered like you know a few blocks down um and that was like a huge thing but i didn't even i couldn't even fathom or grasp like the, the, the realness of it, the only thing that I could relate to that was the fact that I had lost my father to gun violence. But even in the, even in that, I couldn't really, I didn't really grasp the severity, this, the seriousness of it. it. It was just more so like something that it's like a reading it in a story kind of thing. I was never really connected to that. And so that's, you know, that usually what happens with kids, we don't think about you know, the seriousness of life or what life has to offer. When my mom was crying in the closet and, and giving all her money out to the churches because she was scared. She was, you know, going through things. I never really understood that. You know, I was just like, I was excited. You know, I couldn't wait, you know, for school or I couldn't wait to hang out with my friends. Like I wasn't thinking about these things. It never really resonated or registered to me at that time. And so, um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this, but (laughs) let's go back to the three of pentacles. 
the three of pentacles really it's like okay i need like just tell me tell me what i need to hear tell me how to 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 to, to get out of this situation and that is a way to in a sense take ourselves from being able to do the work ourselves you know it's like my husband can't teach me or tell me how to 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 love myself and be secure with myself i have to go through that alone no one can tell me like i, I can't there's no real true like answer that i can get that's going to really truly and deeply reassure me i have to find right that reassurance on my own i have to i have to put myself into that space of to the point where i don't even have to question it anymore you know regardless of what the heck happens in the world that's none that's it's like when you're a child it's none of my business you know what i'm saying and and oftentimes we we kind of do that we kind of make life you know our business when really it, it it has nothing to do with us right the conversation that was had had nothing to do with me nothing to do with me i mean it was being told to me but it had nothing to do with me and yet here i am <laughs> making it my business right and it kind of reminds me of miss one when she's like can we all go back to what in our business and it feels like that like can we can we just get there <laughs> okay now the three of pentacles you know i'm not gonna completely dump on it in this situation because there are ways that we can like find inspiration um from people whose intentions are to or whose occupation is to be that uh that line of inspiration you know that's their intent but still in all, uh, we don't want to create uh, an umbilical cord, <laughs> right, to those things and those those peoples, right? Um, because in that sense, we start to kind of become pacified, pa pacified, pacified. Anyways, yeah. And so, but we're talking about me here, and so, um, you know, if you relate, then you relate. But, you know, this is my issue, right? <laughs> this is my dirty laundry, which is really um, funny because my husband was playing that song um, earlier. He didn't know that that song from TikTok was um, Kelly Rowland's. I was like, you don't hear her voice? But anyways, <laughs> all right, the foundation. We have here the Knight of Wands. Okay, the Three of Wands. Okay, the Two of Pentacles. Okay, the Queen of Pentacles. Okay, so Virgo energy and then the Ten of Swords. Okay. So we know that with the uh, Knight of Wands, this is definitely, um, this deals with uh, our activities, the things that we kind of um, involve ourselves in, the things that we do, right? The, the Knight of Wands is on a quest of some sort, right? When it comes down to um, 
the energy of wands, right? And so we were talking about with the page of wands, right? How they could, when a person is like, they have the ability to be creative. And so it creative and imaginative and the wands is a very creative um, energy or element. And so that oftentimes can influence the things that we kind of do, right? The life we uh, decide to live that day. And so I feel like the Knight of Wands, right, it's activity and stuff like that, like how we kind of like go about living life. And um, it really feels like a distraction of some sort. So I did mention before about the demons that I was facing. And it seems as if like this person is kind of like, um, you know, uh, captivated or, you know, paying attention to these uh, small demon like stuff i'm i'm reading i'm looking at this in the dark so it it looks like this but this is a it feels like a distraction here because we have the three of wands in the reverse and so this three of wands feels like um a delay in a person's attention or um awareness to what's to come and so this feels like a distraction here with this two of pentacles here, you know, two of pentacles represents change, a shift that needs to take place. Uh, whether, you know, like for some it could be a literal change, but for some it could, you know, it can come across, right, as a maintaining, right, a balancing act of some sort, right? Um, and so... We have here also to the Queen of Pentacles, which is Virgo energy, and that represents the card of self-care. Like to me, the Queen of Pentacles is the, to me, is my stay-at-home mom card, which definitely res uh, resonates with me as the position that I play, the role that I play, right? Um, and then with this Ten of Swords, it's this energy of victimhood mentality, Right when we kind of take things a little too far and it ends up backfiring or hurting us in the end, right? Um, but with this ten of swords here, it, the way that they're they're crawling on the floor, there's someone that's walking by. It does feel like victimhood mentality for the sole purpose of being saved, and like I said before, with when it comes down to this three of pentacles. Um, that, that, yes, that could work, but then other times, you know, it's like that depending on what it is it's trying to be saved from, this is only hurting ourselves in the process. Cause it's like, what if we walk, it's like walking past someone who isn't a doctor or who isn't, you know, an expert or well-educated in removing these sorts. Right. So it's, it's like they could just be there for support, but the pain still exists. The pain is still there. You know what I'm saying? Like my husband can't save me or, or help me identify, right, what started all of this, 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 like what initially started this behavior in the first place. Like he can't go into my brain or into my memory bank and extract that, right? And, 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 and that be the thing that saves me. 
I, I, I lived my life, you know what I'm saying? When I was young, he was nowhere to be found. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though we went to the same, I'd be fiending to say this, but we went to the same middle school. <laughs> we went to the same middle school, but he, he doesn't have any recollection of my existence during that time. Um, but he knew my aunt. <laughs> they was in the, they was on the same side. I was, I like to brag and say that I was on the bright side where, you know, we're all the bright, brighter uh, students were, but you know, I think that was just a way to just kind of make you feel good about yourself. I think everyone was all on the same um, level intellectually wise. I mean, given the fact that whatever, but anyways, um, yeah. So it's like, I have to do this. So I have to, I have to, you know, I have to deal with this myself. You know what I'm saying? And that is meta, uh, physical, figuratively speaking now if this is a literal type situation then yeah you need to go you know you need help from a actual professional right and and like i said before with that three of pentacles that's where that works right where someone who whose intentions and whose occupation is to do that but once again a person can go to rehab right and they can they can stay off the bottle for that time for that duration Right. But it's also too still it's in the mind because once you are out of rehab, you're back into the real world and you have to deal. You have to face these things on your own. Right. So it all kind of goes back to the mind here. And there's this need to kind of have a, a higher perspective on these predicaments and, and, you know, in situations so that we can kind of see like, OK, like what, what's what's the real situation here? Right. But yeah, I feel like something, it needs to change, right? Because there's this realization that needs to take place here when it comes down to the impact that this is making on our lives or my life that, you know, it need, there needs to be a change and a shift here, right? Um, yeah. And I think with this uh, Two of Pentacles, I can't help but think that this feeling of having to maintain right it's not necessarily like okay like it, it just it becomes a part of who we are we recognize that this is a part of who we are and so we move accordingly so it's like for some it's like i know that i have an issue with alcoholism so i can't put myself in spaces that has to do you know that deals that has that right i know that i personally me i'm the type of person who um deals you know who takes in like like information or whatever and that affects me <laughs> you know I soak it in and so I need to know when I'm moving forward I need I need to not engage or allow myself to be put in situations that will cause me to kind of soak that kind of information up you know what I'm saying at least for now <laughs> you know and so I feel like that's what that foundation is about right okay the past all right so the past we have here the three of swords okay seven of wands okay okay so we have the awakening here so that is considered the judgment and then the magician yeah yeah this pretty much sums up what I was talking about, like in regards to the situation at hand 
And then you would think, oh, with this magician, though, here, like, you would think, like, oh, like, this is, like, this is some, like, this should be good. Like, shouldn't this be a confidence booster? Yeah, but, like, it depends, right? Like, it's, like, when you're, when you, when it stems from something as significantly impactful, um, not in a, you know, ten of cups kind of way, that could be the seed. The three of swords is the seed. And then uh, with that seed and, and how the seven of swords kind of feels like a person's kind of like fighting for their lives, right? Like it feels like that's, that's the influence that, or the impact that kind of like the plant, you know, is kind of stems from, you know what I'm saying? And so when you're trying to build confidence and, and you're being fueled by that insecurities, that sadness, that heartbreak, right? Um, something that can, that can kind of hurt, right? And kind of bring you down, um, in that way. And you're trying to thrive, you're trying to maintain, you're trying to do the best you can in life, right? Um, it doesn't necessarily really feel, um, like that, you know, that's the true definition of, I guess, what confidence, um, is, you know, um, it just feels like life is what it, life is what's being made from, from that. Okay. And so let's see heart space in the upside down. Okay. So we have the page of cups here, Pisces energy, very sensitive energy, Knight of cups, very sensitive. For some, you know, it could be spiritually sensitive, emotionally sensitive. You know, for me, it, it really feels that way. Like, I, I can be very much, like, um, uh, persuaded, right, in that sense. <laughs> like, you, you, depending on who you are, you ain't, you ain't got to say nothing but one word for me. And I just kind of flow from there. And so, you know... I remember I was watching uh, a, uh, what you call it? I was watching a, some kind of like YouTube video about the Illuminati. And I think I had to go stay at my mom's place for like a weekend. Because <laughs> I was like, I, I, you could tell me that the men in black wasn't going to knock on my door or something like that. Because of, you know, some funky behind video I was watching for like 30 minutes. <laughs> the high space in the upright. We have here Ace of Swords. Chariot. Yeah, so it's this energy of really just kind of like removing, removing, removing the sword, right? And we were talking about that a little bit with the uh, Ten of Swords, right? So being able to remove it, right? Because it, it no, it's no longer wanting to be associated or no longer wanting to be influenced by the pain, right? Um, of the, or, or, you know, the, the, the backlash or the negative effects of a word of mouth. It's so crazy how that, you know, how that works, right? It wants, like, it feels like wanting to break free, you know, wanting to break free and, and be able to thrive and, and progress and, and, and move forward in life, you know? All right. So let's see the future. We got the two of wands here, the emperor, Aries energy, the fool. Eight 
ace of cups oh i like that i like it a lot i like it a lot so i i do feel like when it comes down to this two of wands the emperor okay it really feels like a an acceptance right and so that's what that's what i want that's what we want that's what we've been talking about this is what it is this ace of swords so it's this energy of kind of opening up right and accepting things for what it is and and not taking not taking you know anything you know as the status quo or the standard right it's just really that that relief right that comes with just being able to open and just really just being able to like live and breathe again you know and it happens you know it it, it does happen and i was saying to myself when i was when i was like just trying to go to sleep it was like, you know, I just can't wait till I get to the space where I just don't know, I no longer have to like be consumed by this, right? But these things happen, right? Like demons are not a negative thing like they do in the movies. Like they're not this like oogly googly, like spooky, you know, scary looking monster. No, they're, yeah, they're monsters in a sense of the havoc that they cause in your life, but they're, they're there you know, we, we create them and they kind of rear its ugly head, right? When we need to deal with ourselves and this is just a wake up call for me because I really need to check that. I really need to work on that because this is something that really steals, not just the enjoyment of my pregnancy that I've, you know, freaking manifested because I'm a freaking magician <laughs> right but it's um and and you know it's causing me sleepless nights and paranoia but this is you know taking me away from being able to enjoy my marriage like we literally just went through a separation like we like tia just almost got a like she's getting a divorce you know what i'm saying like natural 85 divorced her husband like there's so many people that you know when I hear their stories, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like that breaks my heart. Like we were nearly there. <laughs> I was ready to leave. Like I was, just, I was ready to leave. I was, you know, preparing for another relationship and who knows how that would have worked out, but we are back together and we're having such an amazing time. Like, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I had to uh, move some things around so that the music wouldn't play, but um, my husband and I are, ha are at a space in our lives where we're actually really enjoying ourselves. I mean, there was a time where I could not stand him. I couldn't stand him. I didn't like him. I didn't think that we, you know, meshed. I didn't think that he was my partner. When I, when I imagined the type of partner that I would have ended up with, like a life partner, I would have... You know, I thought that I was going to be, I needed to be with someone like Corbin Blue, someone who was like me in the sense that I loved singing, acting, and dancing, and musicals, and uh, Turner Classic movies, and, you know, art, and, and, and all that type of stuff. You know, he's like, he's the complete opposite for me. But in a lot of ways, we do have our similarities when we take out all of that, like, you know... I'm a theater kid. I'm this, all these like labels. Like when we get down to the, you know, just the, the pure human beingness of who we are, like we, 
goes so well. You know what I'm saying? We we've been I've he's made me laugh so many times. Like he's so funny, and you know like he takes really good care of me. He's just a he's my best friend, and you know I feel like I we kind of or I I can't speak for him, but I feel like I lost a lot of that, you know, due to out you know external circumstances that was happening. And just the fact that, you know, he's, he was my first boyfriend. So I had to learn everything with him and then have, you know, deal with my issues. (laughs) And so, you know, we're at a really good space in our life. And I think that the, you know, it's not fair. Forget about him. It's not fair to me, you know, to like, you know, kind of get in the way and kind of block that or taint have that kind of be tainted because of my inability to um, take what other people are saying and just kind of like brush it off and say like, that's not me. That's not us. That's not my life, you know? Um, so it's like, it's, it's, it's more than just this about this pregnancy. It's, it's, it's about how I kind of like go through life you know I don't I don't I no longer want to steal my own joy that's crazy right I I don't I don't I don't want to steal my own joy I want to be able to experience you know the season that I'm in in my life where it's just so much love that's happening like everything is just aligning the way that it's supposed to the way that I want it to be I was just talking to my husband yesterday. I was like, oh my gosh, like there's a hospital that I can go to. And the way that I kind of landed, you know, close to this hospital was just crazy. And I was like, there's a hospital here that can allow me to do, you know, uh, a water labor. And it was just because that's something that I have wanted to do. And, you know, I felt like I had to make that sacrifice because of, you know, just compromising. And then it's here. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to experience it. Like, I'm I'm really excited. There's so much to be excited for. Like, the holidays is coming up. You know, like, I'm we're having a girl. Like, like she's coming and she's going to be here. And we're going to, like, have so much fun. And I just can't wait to see, like, how, you know, when she comes, like, what that does to each and every one of us, you know. I'm really interested to see how my husband uh, changes after this. Like, I think, like, that's something that I'm really excited to see. I know, like, I'm excited to meet her and, like, just the fact that I get to have my own best friend and I get to have, (laughs) you know, another girl in the house. Um, It's just so much to look forward to and be excited about. And then, of course, there's the shopping and... (laughs) all that stuff. So it's like, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. And so I feel like with this, this fool here, um, it's just being open to what's to come moving forward, looking forward to the future. Um, and kind of releasing, right? So we kind of go back to what we, what, you know, the external cards that we pulled. So it's like releasing, but there is a sense of firmness and, and, and stability here with this emperor. 
um, energy, which is really in interesting because when I had pulled cards um, earlier, I was like, well, what is something that my daughter wants to tell me? I'm telling you, like, I was pulling cards like crazy. I was like a madman earlier, but she gave me the Emperor card. Um, and that that was really interesting. I was using the Mary L. Tarot deck, but I want to, let me just, as quickly as I can, I'll let you guys hear what uh, it says. But it says the emperor takes the diversity and abundance of life from the empress and he organizes it and puts it in order, imposes law on it. Um, it's extremely stable. It is the king of kings, it's the ruler. It imposes order and harmony on the elements, right? So it says here, father figure, bene benevolent ruler, protector and provider, authority, master of your home, house, kingdom, self, environment, etc., in control and in command. Uh, it orders, it limits, and uh, it says order limits, boundaries, stability. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you know, we were, I was just saying that, right? Like the same for just recognizing like when some things is just that for me, it ain't for me, right? So it's like having those limits and those boundaries that needs to be set. But yeah, you know, like it's coming, right? With this two of wands, like the way this person, this guy is looking out into the distance, it's coming. Um, and it's not like, oh, I got to look out for it in the sky, you know, like this is something that I need to kind of, no, this is something that I really actually need to kind of implement in my actual like life you know, bringing about that stability, um, and, and creating that protection, protection barrier. Right. And so, yeah. And then, you know, we finish this off with the ACE of cups, you know, open, being open to love, you know, being open to love. So we're going to take a little bit of a break and then we'll come back with the advice from spirit. All right. So let's see what we got. My kid has to take his Taekwondo um, test today. I'm excited for him. I know he's like, he said he was nervous, but I believe he's going to do such a good job. And I'm just super excited for him to get his yellow belt. So let's see. We're going to be using the frequency tarot cards. Uh, by Teal Swan and we have two cards here so it says here improvement in the reverse and then we have catcher as well so let's see number 28 all right so <laughs> let me see what what I feel like I'm about to be told something about to get read let me see all right so it says here Alright, I'm doing this in the dark, so just bear with me, okay? Um, so it says here, if, if you have drawn this card in reverse, you may feel like you are currently retrogressing. The truth is, in a universe where linear time is an illusion created for the purpose of learning, there is no such thing as going backwards. So the questions you need to ask yourself are, what have I learned from this? What am I currently learning from this? 
what am I meant to learn from this? Nice. Okay. Yes. And then catcher 61. Um, let me see. 61. Okay. So this is upright. So it says here, if you have drawn this card, upright you are currently being inhibited by negative thoughts about yourself you're unable to be yourself without reserve because you are afraid of your own disapproval and the disapproval of others the voice of self-criticism has grown far too loud you're hurting yourself you're laboring under the misconception misconception that you are not good enough and that if you if you punish yourself enough you will be good. The voice that hurts you is trying to keep you good so that you will be loved. It is trying to help you, but by trying to help you, it is hurting you instead. Now is the time to be compassionate, forgiving, and patient with yourself. Now is the time to find approval for you. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I feel that, I feel like that too with the Ace of Cups, right? You know, like I was, you know, I was feeling that way in, in regards to like, you know, just the good things that are happening in life. But it's, it's definitely too, like, you know, these cards are saying it's about you too. <laughs> you know, like, don't forget about yourself. And, you know, that is a fact. That is an absolute fact. You know, I'm make I'm talking. You know, this is a personal um, tarot therapy session, but you know, if this resonates with you, then you know, take it. It's yours. It's yours. The message is yours too. So let's see here. All right, so crystal slash gemstone cards. You got anything for me, guys? You got anything? What you got? Okay, so we have here. So let me put you guys down because I'm like, I hope that you guys can hear me. So it says here, amateurine, so energetic, intuitive, and connected. A combination of amethyst and citrine, ametrine opens the pathways between the physical realm and the spiritual realm. With a sunny disposition, this stone can alleviate stress during challenging life transitions. With the ability to go beyond the surface, ametrine brings the shadowy parts of us to the light, healing deep wounds and trauma by confronting them directly. Ametrine encourages you to hop in the driver's seat and take control over your life aiding in discernment and clarity ametrine gives you the confidence to take the lead so libra jupiter neptune and pluto okay and now we're going to close this off with a love yourself how to love yourself um card okay so we have here oh we have two okay so we have my inner world is peaceful it says it is safe for me to look within 
Each time I look deeper into myself, I will find incredibly beautiful treasures. Okay, and then we have here, lastly, I speak and think positively. <laughs> my current thinking shapes my future. If I hear myself being negative or limiting words, I change them. Ashe. All right, you guys, so that is all that I have for you all um, with this tar tarot therapy session. I hope that my experience is able to help you out in any way, shape, or form. Um, good luck to you guys on your amazing journeys uh, until next time well until a few hours because i gotta do um earth signs so i'll be seeing i'll be uh here uh you'll be hearing from me in a few hours <laughs> okay uh until then for some peace